0: We fade up to see a pair of filthy hands. The sound of pouring rain onto a tarp. The hands produce a data disk from a ragged pouch. We zoom out to see the skinny frame of a young man, his body covered with scars and bruises. The young man takes the disk and inserts it into a player and presses play. He curls into a ball and nestles into a pile of garbage bags. We see the scene around him. We see an alleyway filled with piles of trash strewn everywhere. Three bodies lying in pools of blood red water. Tears stream down the man's face as he rocks himself back and forth listening to the music. A flash breaks the scene as a bag of trash near the young man's head explodes as a bullet tears through it. Two dark figures stalk down the alleyway towards our friend. More flashes shatter the darkness followed by sparks as bullets rip through old pipes and metal. The young man quickly grabs his player and runs down the alley and ducks in an abandoned warehouse. He weaves in and out of shelves and old crates. Two more figures appear in the doorway opposite the one he came in. The two figures behind him stalk in seconds later as if the shadows were working against him as a well-oiled machine. The young man makes his way to the center of the warehouse. Panicking, he starts to look desperately for an exit. All hope seems lost when he spots an open window on the far side of the building. Abandoning all caution, the man sprints for the window, bullets ripping through the darkened building as he moves. Just mere feet away, he feels a rush of hope course through his entire body. A flash breaks our scene as we cut to black. Welcome to Night City, Buzz. where style sits above all else. Gangs run the streets and the corpos own the people. So come on in, stay a while, and enjoy yourself while you're still above the dirt.
1: Hello and welcome to Cyberpunked, your Cyberpunk live play podcast. My name is Mark. I'll be refereeing this show as it were. Uh, Let's go to our first player to my left.
2: Daniel, I am (laughs) playing the med tech hero, I guess you would say.
1: Questionable.
2: Yeah, it's questionable right now. Questionable. And he goes by the name of Lacerate. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That's perfect. That 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 instills confidence in every stitch he sews up.
3: You're not coming near me with anything. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs)
4: Alrighty. <laughs> i'm ariel i am play the netrunner firefox
3: firefox
1: yep perfect perfect yes. absolutely perfect i'm the one who's out of this one all righty uh and last but not least or least however you look at it i hate you
3: <laughs> hi i'm aaron and i'm going to be playing the solo blitzen blitzen blitzen
1: all right well how about we just dive right in shall we Chumbas? You're all sent a message on your agents. The only thing it states is job opportunity. Come to Club Hysteria. Sit in corner table opposite DJ booth. Firefox, you'd know this as your typical connection. Enigma. He uh, tends to send you a lot of messages because that's who you get all your contract work from. So as being such, uh, you are the first to arrive. What do you wish to do as you walk through the doors?
4: I'm going to go straight to the booth across from the DJ. Wherever I need to sit, that's where I'm going. Okay. So,
1: uh, next we have Blitzen. What are you doing when you walk through the door? I'm going
3: to dance my way through. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) What skill are you going to use for it? Uh, Dance?
3: Uh, I got a total of math.
1: You fall flat on your face. I got a 14. So you dance to the door. Mm -hmm. Um, A few people look over at you, roll their eyes, kind of go back to their drinks, and nobody really seems to go, wow, look at that guy. But a lot of people are like, right, like, who's this tool bag just coming through the door? (laughs)
3: Sounds about right. Fucking hate them all anyway.
1: Alrighty, what do you wish to do after dancing through the door?
3: I'm going to walk up to the bar, Ooh. and I'm going to order myself a nice custom drink.
1: Alright, what is this custom drink?
3: Two shots of Tabasco, a nice straight whiskey, and a lemon wedge.
1: Uh, sounds like a gross version of a fireball. It's the Blitzen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you hoping this drink catches on in the city yep. or something? Yeah, I am.
3: Yeah. the <laughs> so thing I have to live for anymore.
1: Alrighty. Well, the uh, bartender looks at you and says, Alright, that'd be 10 EB there. Hot shooter.
3: You got it, Chumba. Slide
1: Alrighty. Now that you have your two shots, what are you going to do from there?
3: I'm going to smack one down. And I'm going to gander across the way to figure out who's standing out.
1: Well, I mean, it's a, it's a typical nightclub. There's dancing, a lot of people dancing. Um, if you look in the direction of the table slash booth you're supposed to go to, there is a young lady sitting at it. Um, she seems to be waiting for somebody to arrive. Uh, you'd know this table as a table that you have to go to.
3: All right. Well, I'm going to take my second shot, and I'm going to smooth my way over there. I'm going to slide it over to the table this lovely little lady.
1: Is there like a, a act or perform check? <laughs> you hate me, don't you? Yes. Uh, I want to see how there is. well you look doing this. So mm. Yeah, just give me an acting roll. Uh, that is a 15. Surprisingly, you make it look good as you sashay, sashay yourself across the floor. Mm-hmm. In Firefox, you'd see this guy, you know, dancing his way over to you. Um, he lo- I mean,
4: it looks like he's doing a great job doing it. I'm still rolling my eyes. Okay.
3: I'm going to slide up right next to you.
4: No, you, you sit over there across from me. Oh, wow. like now. All right. And about that time,
1: who do we see walking through the dance club doors?
2: Here's a man appears to have black wild hair goes everywhere. And he's wearing a leather jacket, black leather jacket, black leather pants, bull ring in his nose. Looking cool, exactly. So I'm just gonna look around as soon as I enter. Just look around in the general vicinity where I'm supposed to go.
1: What what's his style?
2: His style? Nomad leathers, more no of mad like leathers. Mad Max to him. <laughs> so,
1: so you guys see Mad Max walk through the door. Yes. What are you gonna? What are you doing when you, when you walk through the door?
2: Do I see this? corner booth that I'm supposed to go to or yeah, that was mentioned. So I'm going to like do this to grab the corner edges of my jacket kind of like better than everything and kind of make my way over that way.
4: Okay. Um Who does he see sitting at the booth? Well, he happens to see a tall, slender female with long, straight black hair wearing high fashion clothing. And has a nose ring Alright
1: Who else does he see?
3: He happens to look over And sees a Blonde hair Long blonde haired Kind of greasy and unkempt With mirror shades On his forehead Uh, He's got a long Bright orange kimono With gold trim and a gold dragon On the back a bulletproof vest on the chest, and baggy black jeans with chains hanging off of them.
1: This guy sounds like a tool bag already. <laughs> mm. Alrighty. Um, so yeah, you see that going on in the corner. Um, what do you wish to do from there? So I'm gonna
2: head there because it looks like that's the corner I'm supposed to go to. I guess. Yeah. So I'm gonna head there. All cool, like make my. I'm gonna think I look cool, whether
1: I am or not. Alrighty, so you're not you're not gonna try to look cool. You're no. just gonna
2: assume walk. that I am.
1: You're just assuming that you're looking <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you get a few glances here and there, but no one seems to be really paying attention because you're just kind of strutting through. That's fine. So you reach a table and sit down. Anybody say anything? Sup, Chumba? So you guys
2: are supposed to meet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I guess. I guess we're doing this straightforward. Are you Mr. Johnson?
2: I've never been called that before.
3: Uh, all right. So I guess this isn't the Mr. Johnson. Well, she's a straight bitch.
4: You're very observant.
3: I I am. Tell you what, I saw you from across the way.
4: Hey, you looking for a, uh, you know, a little uh? Not from you. Oh. Alrighty, okay. Alrighty, and
1: at that time, the music takes a shift. A man steps out from behind the uh, DJ's booth. He comes walking up to the table. He's wearing a pair of mirrored aviator glasses, a denim vest with various patches on it, like it looks like different gang collars and stuff like that. He's got this brilliant hair that is a shade of purple, and it seems to sparkle, like sparkles run through it every now and again. Like light is coming out of nowhere just sparkling off of his head. Uh, He's covered in tattoos and piercings on his nose, ears and eyebrow. He looks like really cool. Super, super cool. Steps in and says, hey Firefox, how's my favorite
4: input doing? I'm not your input. What? Are you going to be ice cold like that to me after all we've been through? We haven't been through much.
3: Oh, snap! Damn. I'll
1: get you one of these days, girl. That's how it do her choombas, man. Let's, uh, let's get down to the particulars, shall we? So, there's a crew needs people like you guys. Some experts in some fields. And apparently a medic to make sure they survive the Incoming threats. But they came to me and had this idea to steal something from the Caterham Incorporation, Incorporated. Whatever they're called. I don't know. Uh, they didn't pick up the details. They just wanted me to find people and fill the spots. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, they're not here. You're going to have to meet them in a, an abandoned warehouse. It's a few blocks down, not too far. They said they are willing to pay you two. Thousand euro bucks a piece. How's it sound to you guys?
3: Sounds a little too good to be true.
1: I mean, the dudes look professional themselves. I really don't know what they needed you for, but they got money. I could tell they got money. And this is probably, you know, this might be chump change to them. I don't know. Look, Firefox
3: was it?
4: Money is money to me. I'm in.
1: Okay.
3: I'll go. She's going. I mean.
1: What about you there, uh, Lacerate, I think your name was when I contacted you.
2: Yeah, sounds preem. Are you fucking kidding me? Lacerate? This is the
4: doc? Yeah. He's patched me up before. He's fine. You do some good work around the city.
3: Yeah, the fucking nuts. All
1: right, well, you guys have any, like, questions for me before I take off or anything like that?
3: Yeah, we, we're plans. Like, what the fuck you got? I
1: don't know. I'm just a middleman, all right? I Jeez. I hook up crews with, employ, with with the employers, all right? That's all I do. I don't know. I fill in the gaps. If you want details, you're going to have to go talk to these guys, all right? That's all I'm saying. Jeez. And you trust this? Like I said, it's a few blocks down. I can't remember. It's, you know, two, three, four blocks down. I don't know. Abandoned warehouse is all I remember. Uh, this chip right here, and he sets the chip down on the table. Has the exact address where you guys need to go? Uh, I wouldn't look at it in here because there might be some, you know, eyeballs looking at competition. But either way, I gotta get going. All right, I gotta get back to the booth, the Firefox. Stay safe, stay sexy for me. With that, he runs off the DJ booth and starts mixing up on the ones and twos.
3: So I'm gonna snatch the chip up. All right. And I'm gonna go ahead and pocket
1: it, and make my way outside. Alrighty, what is the rest of you guys gonna do?
4: Guess I'm gonna follow that jerk since he kind of took off with it.
1: Alrighty.
2: Yeah, I'll see in case I, you know, have to not let someone get slit. Someone get killed.
1: Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, as you guys walk outside, there is a blood red rain pouring down. Uh so it's giving the whole cityscape this really menacing vibe. So yes, where do you guys uh wish to go from here?
3: Well, I'm gonna go down an alley. Alrighty.
1: I take I'm assuming
3: guys. when we walked out we retrieved our weapons and stuff from the front. They didn't take it. <laughs> nice! Yeah. I got my katana, my shield. Yeah, my They didn't bother taking them. It's all right.
1: You guys walk out into a very sketchy neighborhood. Good. Edge of combat zone? You're a few blocks away.
3: Yeah. Mm, no. So I'm going to go down the alley, and I'm going to
1: slide the chip in. I think you guys followed him? Yeah, I'll follow him. Alrighty. So it does give you the uh, coordinates. That's all it has on there is an address, basically. As to where to go.
3: So I'm going to... It is
1: four blocks down, and it looks like, you know, an abandoned warehouse if you look it up on your map.
3: So I'm going to take the chip out, throw it over to Firefox.
4: I'm going to catch it and
1: put it in. So you know exactly where you're going.
3: So you don't, like, I know you got a history with this guy, but Christmas bundles... All right, that's what they are offering us, and that's the data they give us. What kind of crazy sideways shit is this?
4: I'm gonna look away from him and hand the chip to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lacerate. <laughs> Does that lacerate right? Yes. Okay. I hand the chip to him.
1: If you if you use it, it's same coordinates. Yep. Same place to go.
4: Pop it in my bag. <laughs> you complain a lot for somebody that accepted this job. Listen,
3: just because I accepted a job doesn't mean that, you know, I agree with everything a part of it. mostly accepted it because, you know, that sweet, possible small sliver of a chance that I got with you.
4: You're disgusting. I know. (laughs) I'm gonna look at you like, did he really just say I know?
1: (laughs) Gross. About that time, um, you guys see a shadow get casted down the alleyway. This man steps around the corner and says what did uh, what did Enigma give you in there? I want that fucking contract. I heard how much they're offering. That shit's mine. So
3: I'm gonna buck down and get into stance and I'm going to just kind of chip the katana up a little bit Mm -hmm. get ready.
1: Okay. You see, he doesn't have a weapon in his hand. He's just standing there at the moment.
4: That's a no. Wasn't offered to you. I don't care. Yeah, I don't either, so go away.
1: I said give that over. Damn it.
3: So, I'm pulling the katana.
1: Alrighty, roll me a persuasion. Okay. To see if you can bully this guy into listening
3: to y'all. Wow, that's a 13.
1: (laughs) 13? Yeah. He stutters for a second. When you pull it, he kind of like jumps backwards and kind of straightens himself up again, clears his throat, says, yeah, you're not worth my fucking time anyway. He kind of backs out and walks away.
3: So I'm going to put the katana back away. That was fucking nuts, right? Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, it totally does.
4: a confident solo you have. <laughs> We're all gonna die.
2: He said I was nuts.
1: <laughs> all so now what you guys wish to do, you know where you're going. It's within a walking distance, you know. If you make it or not, it's completely up to the city, but...
3: Fuck it, let's hoof it. We gotta go through combat zone?
1: No, you're skirting the edge. It's getting close. Like it's you're gonna get really close to it. Let's uh let's try to stay quiet.
4: Yeah, you should.
1: Alright, so you guys are gonna hoof it? Yeah. So you walk.
3: Well we're gonna stealth it.
1: Oh you're gonna stealth it? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Everybody give me a stealth then. That is a nineteen. Hmm. So you got a critical success? Yes,
2: 22
1: total. Woo, he made you look like a bitch when it comes to sneaking.
4: Not really, I had a 19.
1: Still blew you out of the water. Uh, Firefox, are you rolling a stealth or are you just kind of following alongside them?
4: Yeah, I'm rolling a stealth. They rolled a 19. 19? (laughs) Oh, sneaky snake. You guys are stealthy as you guys
1: make your way through the city. Well, everybody, it's time for those lovely
3: commercial breaks here in Night City. Hello, this is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. No, Charlie, this is a commercial. What? Crap. Nobody told me that. Well, what are you supposed to do in this thing anyway? Well, Charlie, I'm glad you asked. This is the part where we introduce our new homebrew 5e D&D podcast, The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Cray, where we explore the homebrew world of Alteris using homebrew rules and homebrew material from the Dungeon Master's Guild. Yeah, sounds boring. I'm out of here. See you later, Charlie. We hope to have you guys come check us out soon. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that we've heard from our Corpo sponsors, let's get back to the action here in Night City.
1: Alrighty, righty. Um, you guys arrive at the warehouse. You notice that the wall's been riddled with bullets. There's bullet holes everywhere, broken glass. The tarp hung by one side collects the red rain that's falling to the ground. In the alley, you notice three bodies. They look like they've been there for a while. And as you walk inside, you do notice the fresh body of a young man who looks like he just got gunned down, not maybe an hour ago. In his hand, he has like a music player clutched that's still playing a song. What do you guys wish to do?
3: I'm going to see what song it is
1: insert generic song <laughs> that's all I can say due to copyright reasons we can't put in the song I want but <laughs> damn you copyright laws
3: I guess I'm going to search the body
1: and he seriously has nothing on he's in rags, he's filthy it looks like he's scarred I mean he doesn't he, like. he has no tech on him except the player, like that's it you said there's a tarp though outside, yeah
3: So I'm going to go outside and get the tarp.
2: I'm going to close his eyes if they were open.
1: They look like they were open, yeah.
2: So I'll at least close those.
1: All
4: right. I'm going to just fold my arms, roll my eyes, and wait for him to get back.
3: So I'm going to be bringing the tarp in, and I'm going to roll the body up in a tarp.
4: All right.
3: And then I'm just going to kind of put it in the corner.
1: Uh, You get done shoving it to the corner. And from out of the shadows, you hear a voice. Damn shame, ain't it? That young man shot down. So young. I'm going to cock the katana. That's all I can see is him like pulling it out and putting it back in real quick. I presume that uh, Enigma sent y'all. Yes. He steps into the light. You see him, he's wearing this worn out combat gear that's been patched and repaired a lot. He carries an assault rifle. He's got white hair cut into a mohawk. He's got this really big scar running across his eye. And you can see that it looks like his eye was cut out and it's been replaced by a cybernetic eye. So, before we go any farther, can I trust you guys? You guys snitches, Corpo sleaze bags at all?
4: Can you trust anybody?
1: It's a good point. I like you. You got gumption, dude. What about you there, sword man? What's your story?
3: <clears throat> Name's Blitz. And you can go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) Young and cocky—that's how they all die. You've been awfully quiet back there, medic.
2: I'm just here to make sure they stay alive.
1: Didn't? Didn't he have a different accent earlier, Fire?
4: It's Firefox, not Fire.
1: Okay. (sighs) Don't you worry about
2: my mannerisms. Holy shit! All right.
1: Right, well, how about we get down to to brass tacks here, all right? Here's the story. Tomorrow night, we're going to be breaking into a warehouse owned by Caterham. They have a piece of tech that we need. It's not your jobs to worry about what the tech is or what's in the box that you're going to be taking, all right? The only thing you got to do is locate it and get it out of there and get it to my men. We're gonna be splitting up into two groups. My group, we're gonna go out and go away from where you guys are going, cause a distraction, make it seem like we're coming from one side, and draw the security forces from the building from away where they need to be and put them to us. We can handle some gunfire, don't you worry about that. We can make it through that. The only thing I need you to do is find that box. All right. It's in storage area C level B6. I'm not going to give you any kind of data disks or no, nothing information. You got to remember all this shit yourselves. All right. Cause if anybody finds out about this shit and gets back on us, it's not going to be good. You're looking for a container. It's labeled T42K1. I don't know exactly where it's at. That's why I brought in the Netrunner. Netrunner's going to have to jack into the system and find it. You're also going to have to break into a few doors for us. The door that we're breaking into is going to be most likely unguarded if we get lucky enough. Might be one guard. If there is one guard, we can take him out quick and quiet like. Once we get through that door, that's when security is going to catch on to us because that door is not supposed to open until sunrise that shift change. So, once that door opens, we have a minute to get into position. All right, like I said, we're going to go one way, y'all are going to go the other. We'll we'll cause a distraction, you'll hear the gunfire, and you'll make your way to the elevator. It's not but like two hallways away from where we're going. It's 30 seconds away from that entrance. So we've planned this out very carefully. So if you walk down the hallway, take a left, you should find the elevator shaft. It's a cargo lift. All right. You're going to grab that container and run. Go back to the point that we came in at. Security forces should be on the opposite side of the building by then. You're going to go out of that area in the same area we came in at and you're to come back to the warehouse here and this is where we're going to meet I should have two guys waiting for you here to take it you guys are going to disappear after that Enigma will have your payments in a few days after we do the job and after everything's been confirmed is that clear?
3: yes I want half my fucking netties up front
1: not till job's done
3: I'm going to use persuasion You can try. That's her. It's a 21.
1: He looks at you. And from about five other points in the room, you hear guns cock. You want to try that again, asshole? I can erase your ass right now and get another fucking solo to do this goddamn job for you. If you think you're quick enough with that fucking sword, draw it. See how fast my men will drop your ass to the goddamn floor. You'll be flatlined in two seconds.
3: You know, it's awful funny. A cocky son of a bitch like you has at least six of the guns in this room. Something doesn't smell right.
1: I'm a goddamn professional. I've been doing this for years.
3: See, that's the problem. Why is a team of professionals hiring some junkies and shit like us?
4: It's your cheap labor.
3: Seem like you need it.
4: If I were you, I'd shut your mouth right now.
1: What are you complaining about? You're getting paid 2,000 euro bucks. What the hell's the problem with you?
3: I haven't seen these eddies.
1: You'll get them. Certain trust to be taken on this. I'm taking a risk hiring some low lives from the fucking streets. I'd love to have professionals, I really would but I don't have the time to find them. I need to do this now. And you're just, I mean, this is as fast as I can put a crew together.
3: So I'm just gonna sit back, cross my arms.
1: So it's either you're in or out right now. If you're out, I'm telling you, you're not walking through that door. This is- gonna so your...
3: keep quiet, cross my arms.
1: So yeah, when I say trust us, trust me. All right, I'm gonna take more risks than you are. Any questions? Alright, tomorrow. You're gonna meet here. Nine o'clock. And we're gonna go from there. Got it? Yes. Alright. Now get out of here. You leave first and I'll leave after that.
4: I'm gonna turn around and walk away.
1: Okay.
3: So I'll walk you out after. Guess I'll follow last. So when we get out of earshot and get a little ways, a bit bit of ways away, there we go. I'm gonna look at these two. Okay. Be level with me for a minute. Really gonna take this job.
4: It's two thousand eddies. Even if they jip us. That's still a lot. I'm not
3: worried about being jipped. I'm worried about being flatlined.
2: That's why I'm here.
4: Well, if you did your job, we would be fine.
2: Alright. Well, I guess
3: I'll see you assholes tomorrow. I'm gonna walk off.
1: Alrighty. What are you gonna be doing, Blitzen?
3: I guess I'm going back to Mikasa.
1: Alrighty. So... Go back to Sukasa. Roll me a perception as you approach your house. That is a twenty. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you notice that your door is slightly ajar.
3: Oh fucking junkies! I'm gonna kick the door in with my sword.
1: You kick the door in. And there are two guys in there rummaging through your shit. Oh, we about to do this. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's roll for initiative.
3: Okay. I, for my initiative, have a 16.
1: All right, You go first. Ooh.
3: Do they have weapons?
1: One of them has a knife.
3: Oh, sweet. All right. Well, I'm going to chop his ass up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to right blitz him.
1: You're gonna move up to him and Mm -hmm. take a swing?
3: Yep. And the first attack is uh, 15.
1: Okay. He rolled a 14 to dodge it.
3: (laughs) Ah, so he sucks.
1: (laughs) So roll your damage.
3: That is 3d6. Oh boy. And that, sir, is 10 damage.
1: 10 damage? Mm Mm-hmm. You slice him really good across the chest. I mean, it's a deep wound on him.
3: All right. Well, I'm going to take the second swing, and that one is another 15.
1: Yeah, he got a 10, so.
3: <laughs> Ooh, 13 points of damage on
1: him. You slice him down with mm. a second swing on him.
3: So I'm gonna turn and get
1: ready for the next one. Alrighty, this one uh, just has his fist. He's gonna try to take a swing at you. Uh, twelve? Uh, no, I have a thirteen. All right, well you dodge out of the way, and he kind of—that was like a stumbling swing for him. So it's back to you.
3: All right, I'm gonna use the butt of the blade. Try to knock him unconscious. Alright. Uh, the first attack is another 15.
1: He does not manage to get out of the way.
3: So, what do I roll non lethal?
1: Um, yeah, roll your normal damage and just have it.
3: Okay, so that is. Four. Uh, seven points of damage on the first attack.
1: Seven? Alrighty. Go again.
3: Oh, that's even. That's a 20 hit.
1: Yeah, he, he ain't dodging that one.
3: <laughs> um, That is a half, so five points of damage on that. Second he one. takes
1: another good hit, but he doesn't go down. Mm. And this time, he, on his turn, he scrambles out the door. Like, running for his life away from you.
3: Good! So I'm going to clean off the blade and put it right back where it goes
1: all righty uh, but you do have a dead body in your i'm assuming a con app or something mm-hmm. yeah a con app. that's what i kind of figured so yeah you do have a dead body in there it's your con app is completely trashed your bed's been like overturned your chairs are knocked over cabinets gone through I mean it it's completely trash, like they were looking for everything valuable. in fact, anything valuable anything valuable you have clothes and everything is piled up in a, in like a pile, mm. like they were going to pile it up and just run out the door with it.
3: It's good jokes on him. I don't have anything valuable. <laughs> <laughs> kind of figured. <laughs> so I'm going to search the body. They got anything good on him?: they got
1: a combat knife.
3: that's it. I'll take that combat knife, no. stick, it in, stick it in my boot, and then just kind of kick the body into the street.
1: righty. Let's go to Firefox. What are you doing this evening?
4: I'm going to go back to my little container. All righty. And you live with your
1: partner, don't partner, you? Partner, Chrome. And your ex-lover, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Oh, ah, interesting arrangement you have there with him. <laughs> so you open the container door. He's sitting at his little workstation, as usual. This is, uh, so, busy night?
4: Sure. Hmm. How to deal with Enigma again.
1: Oh, how's that dick doing?
4: Still obsessed.
1: You finally get it in you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: ha ha. Very funny. Sure,
1: he'd like to jack in with you. <sighs> anyway, you can fuck off. I got some work to do.
4: I'm just ignoring him and. i
1: just going to hit the hay for the night. Yep. Alrighty. Laceration. Or Lacerate. Whatever yes. the hell your name is. Lacerate. Lacerate. What are you up to this evening?
2: I'm going to head back to my living arrangements.
1: Alrighty. Everything seems to be normal when you uh, approach it, but give me a perception roll.
2: That would be a 12.
1: 12. Everything looks normal as you approach your apartment door.
2: I, I will... Is the door? Well, I'll go. Is my door closed?
1: It is closed.
2: All right, I will unlock it and head in.
1: All righty. You walk in and uh, it looks like things have been overturned. Like someone's been in there.
2: Are they still in there?
1: No, there's nobody in there. It looks like when they got out, they were able to uh, somehow lock the apartment again, or maybe they didn't come in through the door. You don't know. Genius. <laughs> Either way, it looks like somebody broke in, and you don't know if they stole stolen some shit, but your apartment's definitely been ransacked.
2: First thing, I'm going to look and see if Byros is okay. Byros? Yeah, my little eastern bearded dragon.
1: Oh, jeez.
4: You named him Byros. Of course you would.
2: I might have. I was thinking of a name, and that's where I went.
1: Well, um... You check your room, and yes, he's just fine.
2: All right. Well, I'll give him some food after I, of course, locked the door when I came back in. Yeah. And then I'm going to make sure my uh, stuffed animal is okay.
1: Yeah, it's just fine. It's it's an old teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then- I'm taking you keep your supply there in your apartment? Yes. Um, Some of it is missing. Of course it is. Mainly some, like, medications... Stuff like that.
2: They couldn't take the insulin, could they? They had to take the other medication.
1: <laughs> it doesn't turn out like a desperate uh, diabetic was in your apartment.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I will look for the place of possible entry. A place
1: of possible entry?
2: Yeah, see if there's any place. Like, if there is a window or anything that they came in. Or if they somehow miraculously made it through the door.
1: <laughs> um, Give me a perception on the door again. Now that you're suspicious of things.
2: 24.
1: 24? Yes. After looking at the lock, you notice like some scrape marks and um, where it looks like they've possibly picked it. So it looks like they picked it open and maybe when you unlocked it, you thought it was unlocked, but thinking back, it's like, You know, it was kind of easy to unlock it. Like, maybe it wasn't locked. It was just closed. It was just closed. So some of your medication's missing.
2: And more than likely, since they know it's here, they'll be back. Probably. So I will look for better locks.
1: (laughs) Or a different place to live. Try boss wash. I heard it's better.
2: (laughs) I will lock the door and uh, block the door. With something while I go to sleep.
1: Alrighty. So we will uh, fast forward through the next day. I'm assuming uh, you guys do some basic stuff sharpen the katana, clean up the blood, throw the body in the gutter. Oh, uh, I already threw the body, body
3: in the gutter and cleaned up everything last night. I wasn't sure if
1: you slept with him for comfort or something. <laughs> um, you know, so rude, Rose really. is blitzing <laughs> Um,. I'm assuming you straighten your apartment as well. Yeah, a little bit. I'm
2: going to see if I can find a new hiding spot in the apartment for the medicine. All right. Is there like a a board in the wall? I can maybe.
1: There's like a bulkhead you can open up. And
2: then hide it in there conveniently out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, so I will do that with what I can because there's probably some stuff. Give me
1: like a stealth roll. See how well you can hide it. 15. 15. All right. So you managed to hide it. You know, you put the bulkhead back, and it looks pretty hidden.
2: From now on, hide the medicine and bulkheads.
1: And um, so is anybody doing anything, like, super in particular the next day? Nope. You guys just waiting, basically resting up and waiting for the uh, job? Mm-hmm. All righty. So um, about 8 o'clock rolls around as everybody headed to the meeting location. It'll take you about an hour to get there from where you guys, you know, Where you guys are? Yes. Alrighty. So you all meet up, 9 o'clock. Sun's going down. Um, There is this haze in the air. It's not raining, but there's like this super heavy, just thick air in the city tonight. And from the shadows steps your mysterious, uh, mysterious contact. And he says, "All right. Let's make our way to the uh the warehouse." From there, he leads you through the cities, down alleyways, empty buildings, past people. Looks like he knows exactly where he's going. Every step he takes is like on like a purposeful step. Like he's timed it out and everything. He's measured every little bit of this operation he's on. And he stops at this large mound of scrap metal and garbage and across the street you can see a door to a building that looks old but the door seems surprisingly heavy and secure for a building this age and on the side you do see a panel that you can jack into and he looks at You guys, turns to you, looks at his men, who you can see now. There's five of them with him. And says, well, are you guys ready to piss on a hornet's nest? And that's where we're going to end this evening. So, join us next time on our cyberpunked podcast. Hey, Chumpadas, it's your referee, Mark. Thanks for jacking in with us today. Please join us next time. Our episodes drop every Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Cyberpunked1, that's Cyberpunked1, or chat with us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links in the show notes below. Stay chilled, y'all.
4: Hi, I'm FireWriter, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games, from major characters who define the course of a game's storyline to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices, and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.
1: Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say... The wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out.